That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts end before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association Voted the Todd Glass Show number one So welcome to the show Hello Well today's show is quarantine number, what number is it? Soon we'll know every week, because I think Joe is going to work it into the song. That's what I heard. A friend of mine told me. It was a fun show. Every week I get more and more comfortable and uh, still can't wait till I get my the gang back in there. Yeah, we're a gang. We have leather jackets. I'm going to share one thing with you and then I'm going to throw it to the show. And this comes from a place of love and ultimately wanting people to have understanding. And here's what it is. You know, somewhere out there, there is somebody that's named Karen. And understandably, they're not loving that now Karen is synonymous with someone showing at least ugly behavior. And they don't like it. And they understand that it just took on a new meaning. They understand that it took on a new meaning, but it still sucks. And they'll even tell their friends that. They're like, I know it took on a new meaning, but it still sucks. So for any of those people that are named Karen, 
that also use the word retarded when describing something. I hope this is from a place of love. Now you understand. Now, for anybody that named Karen that doesn't use the word retarded, well, then I'm, then I'm, of course, this isn't addressing you. But if your name coincidentally is Karen and you know who you are and or you might know someone named Karen, I oddly relish in the, the hoping that this will they, 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 in other words, if you said to a person that was named Karen that used the word retarded when describing something before this all happened, they would just say, no, I wouldn't care because it just took on a new meaning. If my name was, but now they didn't, you know, it was sort of done in a way that they weren't able to just say it. They, you know, they're already, they've already expressed it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Imagine someone out there right now, they're care- they, and I, they haven't even put it together yet. They're just talking to friends. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate that my name is synonymous with that. But they don't even realize on their own, which is okay. I'm just hoping they realize it now. But it is somewhat humorous, if that's the right word, that when this all happened, they weren't able to go, oh, my God, I understand, even though I get it on paper that it just took on it. But I hate it. But you weren't able to go, oh, my God, that's what I do with the word retarded. Oh, oh, good. Okay, no big deal. Life lesson. Hopefully now, you, you know, that maybe that's what will happen. Or they'll find out a reason that my analogy is not good. Because it would either be have a life lesson, which is beautiful, and change your stance, or just go, no, 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 this is different. And that would be, at that point, their choice. So there you go. With everything's going on in the world, I had to bring that up. Yes, I did. Okay? So uh, enjoy the show today. And uh, that's it. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. (laughs) Sounds sarcastic. I hope you're happy. It's like after somebody does something bad. Well, I hope you're happy with what you've done. All right. Enjoy the show. Um... And uh, I had a lot of fun. Probably the most fun I've had so far since in quarantine. It was just a different show. Alrighty. Enjoy. It's a solo Todd Glass show. The only guest is the host. And Todd is the host. Hi, everybody. I feel like alive again with this new song. Makes me want to live. Joe. Let's hear Todd Glass. Number one feel alive again it won't do you any harm come on Aristotle John Bram Wagner Tim Lillis JJ Kirkpatrick who how you doing Gabe Steiner Eric Olson 
Eric made it into the song. Tim Lillis is so mad. The last I heard, he was in quarantine, not over the, the virus, just this he's pissed off about. Uh, are you in a good mood? Team. What if every week it said, from quarantine, week six, well, that wouldn't work, 17 would. Make it rhyme, Joe. You don't have to redo the whole song, but it should be like every week you just do the part that goes, it's week number nine. And then it just goes, you know, can you do something like that? Or are you too fucking busy being a lazy pile of shit? Can I tell you, I love nothing more than doing something for one person. Maybe I've said it before because I know eventually Joe will listen to the show. And it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a funny way of communicating, isn't it, Joe? God forbid you pick up the phone and call me. And I will tell you something. I like this thing. Even though we've done it before on the show, you know, you'd say something, you play a song. But this is very effective as well, especially after I yell at Joe. It's funny. Hey, if you, if you, enough with your kids already. More jingles. What the fuck is going on? It won't do you any harm. It is fun. Wow. We're going to have a spelling bee on today's show. Yeah, a spelling bee. I'm going to ask the listeners to spell a word. Then I'll ask Siri over there, you know, spell blah, blah, blah. And we'll see if they get it right. So a lot of stuff to look forward to today. Very busy. No time to dilly-dally. Look how funny I am right off the bat. I mean, it's amazing. Okay. Hi, everybody. Hi, how are you? Good to see you. Um, nice and slow. Um, but yeah, Joe, maybe you could do it. would be nice because it would like document it. Is there any way, you know, you don't have to redo the whole song. Just that one part where you go, it's week number who. Hmm? What are you doing? What are you doing? Seriously. Lauren says you're not doing a lot. She goes, I don't know what he's, I thought he was busy helping you. I go, No. he was helping you so whenever he's doing that i don't care i'm like no i mean he you know he did a song last week well i mean i asked her i was like what what, what do you mean you know what, what do you mean like what do you what, what is he doing she, he just sleeps all day the other day he got up at midnight i'm like to be honest, I said that's a, what do you, how does he, how do you get up at midnight? I mean, I guess you could if you work through the nights. But he doesn't work in the night. She started crying. I missed the show. I'm like, you she never even remember she would get so upset at the show. Well, she didn't get upset at the show. Lauren got upset because we were playing songs from other people. I'm like, you don't understand, that helps Joe. If we only rely on him, it's too big of a task. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. I hope she likes the way I do her voice. I don't want to do it like a parody of a woman, but like, you know, just a little, you know. Hey, Todd. How are you? That's not good either. Just so you know, the listener, I know that's not good. It's a new character on the show. He's, uh, he can't hang up the phone. 
You know these people? Back when you used to have. Why is that funny? I know that's funny for the listener. It's so presumptuous of me to decide what's funny for them. I know. I have to make it make sense. Okay. Um, it's the producer in the booth, and I call. I just, you know, he tells me something. Oh, I think uh, he wants to tell me something. What's his name? Johnny Colorado? No, his name is Bill. Hey, Bill. Um, and he wants to tell me something, and I go, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You can just tell me right now. Yeah, make sure your uh, levels are up on your iPad. They're coming in a little low here. Oh, okay, cool. He do I don't I know he's new, but I don't want to make him nervous. So just he'll find it. It is a little weird the way that where it goes on the board is tucked under a little. It's like it doesn't just. I I know he's I know he's having trouble because a few times when I've been back there where Aristotle normally sits and John, I go to hang up that phone in there and it it, it, can, it can fall off easy. That's not helping. I'm going to make an Aaron Simon because this is something he would do. It's Aaron Simon back there. Picture Aaron Simon. All right, there you go. It do, it, it it does take a little while. It's a cold opening. Come on, folks. How long do I know you? Am I going to do a shitty show? I wouldn't let you down. I wouldn't let you up. I wouldn't let you sideways. Look how much you're laughing. You're really having a good time. It keeps me going. Think about him. John Bram Wagner. What'd he ever do for me? Who do we have? What did Eric Olson ever do for me? He bought me a bottle of cologne once. John Darm. Eric Calver. He, there, there's a, hey, Todd, don't talk during my name on the song. Whenever I do that, that's them calling me. It could be tomorrow. It could be during the show. Like they Somehow they get a satellite feed while we're recording the show. That's the way in my head I always picture it. There's just a small group of people that listen to the show. I do this with my hands a lot. All right. All right, let me talk now. Let me get some stuff out of the way. Don't worry. It'll get to the fun part. I know this is the part you don't like so much. Oh, yeah, I'm doing... When I said I'm doing this with my hands, picture if you, like, take both your hands and you're, like, having a rag under each hand and you put your rag in the middle of your dining room table. The, 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 you have two rags. There's a hand in each rag a rag in each hand, then you put those hands in the smack of the middle of your dining room table, whatever, but the biggest table you have, and you move it like you're polishing it to two rags at once. You know, you got, oh, you're going in a circle over here. You're just going in a circle in both places, circle in both places, on your dining room table, but both, but, but uh, you're just rubbing in a circle. There's a rag under each hand. Everyone pictures that? Now, pick your hands up, and don't be on the dining room table. 
and do the same thing but without any rags, just your hands. Are you picturing it? That's what I was doing. Truth. As we, as we, as we um, medley into just saying the truth instead of that's our new... And it's no, if George Carlin gets it, I don't got to worry about George Carlin or his energy. Yeah, but that's disrespectful. No, it isn't. Maybe he's taught, maybe every time he hears his name, he goes, what? What? But uh, truth, that's it. This is easier. Moanly, mainly, moanly. 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 Jonely, bonely. Do I have a story about Jonely, bonely or not? Yes or no? Do I have a story about Jonely, bonely? Uh, yeah, it was a joke that, of course, now I'm going to remember, is forget his name and I, he was the nicest guy in the world, and he still is a nice guy. Um, oh, hey, it's a... Uh, I, I gotta introduce. Sometimes when I can't think of someone's name, I act like I'm introducing him. Please welcome to the stage. Um, hey, Todd. He was. Uh, I don't know what his background was. Probably Japanese, uh, but he had a southern accent, and that was uh, goes what? And he's had a story about a friend of his. Oh, we have the same manager, and he's so nice. One time when I had Mobile Comedian, he was already doing all right then. It seemed like he always was doing pretty good, you know. But he, he, he goes, I'll pay you. Oh, oh, I forgot my wallet. Oh, I should remember his name. Damn it. Hold on. I'm going to call somebody. What did I do? Oh, I left my phone in the house. Will you, do you mind? I'm sorry. I won't say anything about you. I'll think of his name. Ken? No. J um, what did you say? Shh, don't talk. Yes. Oh, no, don't just pay attention. I put out breadcrumbs so you could, in case you get too high, you'll be able to find the house. Okay. I'm going to tell you something. Um, my girlfriend's brother is hysterical today. <laughs> Truth. Like, you know, he's over there laughing so much. So it's, uh, I mean, he's always enjoying himself. He doesn't have to be in here. And by the way, another truth. No, we have a we we. That's why I've done the show. Certainly, say no if you're feeling it. Ninety percent of the time he comes in, but once in a while. But it's okay. Now I'm not. Now first I did the show. Excuse me. Excuse me, but uh, he just went to get the uh, my phone. And uh, what I I said truth to was uh, he's not in here against his will. Maybe some of my, you know, listeners are like, what if I call you? Now everyone has names. What if I just call you? We're, we're better than all those other people with the nicknames. I just uh, the listeners. But I, it gives, makes it cool. Like, oh, those, they're listeners. That's good to be listen. They're the listeners. It's like, maybe it looks like a, like a, like the, it's like a, like the listeners. It sounds like a, you know, a group from the 60s, the listeners. Or the listeners, it started this organization that helped deal people that um, had trouble and they wanted to be an ally for them. Whatever group needed allies. So it's sort of yell for what you're not. And um, hold on, I want to re-explain this in a second here once my, my buddy... I told everyone how much you were having a good time. Um, so anyway... I went a little sideways, but I'm going to, I find my way. I was talking about, not that you need to know, but 
I think it's, I want to see your input on this, but I said, you know, other places have names for the people that listen to the show. I go, what if we're better? You know, we don't need names. We're, I call you the listeners, but not disrespectful listeners. We make it cool, like the listeners. It sounds like a group from the 60s. The listeners. Picture the coolest, you know, have Trace. Can't Trace do anything, your friend? Just sits on his ass all day. Tell him to listen to the show right here. Make a mile marker. Trace, I need an image for the listeners, the people that listen to the show, the listeners. And I always said it's like the name of a movement, the listeners, and where it comes from, the listeners. Picture you heard this. You go, why do they call that movement the listeners? Well, that, they, basically what they do, I'm pretending. I'm pretending, not make pretending. I'm pretending that someone's explaining it. Well, that's an organization that helps uh, m groups that are maybe marginalized. And it's, you know that uh, expression, yell for what you're not? So if you're a man, you yell louder for women. If you're gay, you yell for black people. If you're black, you just all help each other. You can all yell for your own cause, but it helps to, you can yell a little louder for when it, you know, it's not for me. I'm not, you know, you know, it's, it's, I'm not, I don't even, I'm just yelling because it's the right thing to do, you know, be an ally. So uh, this group uh, helps that. They help out, they become your ally. And the way they become your ally, they were the first group to really just fucking listen and learn from that group. That's how they became their ally, by understanding their plight. You can't just, you can be someone's ally and you can be helpful, but if you really learn about that group, then you can really become their ally. So that group does be called the Listeners. That's the name of that organization, the Listeners. Because you can do a lot if you listen. It's very powerful to listen. I have trouble listening. I work on it. But I do listen. I do listen. Especially when someone's interesting. Even if they're not. Everybody's interesting. Oops. Steve Finearts. Sure. Uh, so, uh, the listeners. So that's what I was... Uh, go, we were gonna, I was going to say something. Well, the listeners picture... Oh, I said I picture you, the listeners. M you have to be in here. Like, they're like, I don't think he's got a choice. But I told him, you do have a choice. Right? You fucking asshole. I swear to God, I'll beat the shit out of you. Um, I want to get two things out of the way. This is the part that I know is... is, is well, it's cathartic for me. Uh, two things, just real quick, and then, we're, and then, we're, then we'll get silly. But this is good. Too. I don't want to make when I I don't like to make it sound like oh I'll, like I I I'm a producer's making me do this. No, I enjoy it. Uh, but when someone else is here, you know, how long, how long, how long, you know, it's like oh enough with your opinions. Just do a silly show. Um, it started it just out of nowhere. Bothered me that when they take these statues down, that they're not educated. And look, hold on, Todd. Finish a sentence. When they take these statues down, I feel like they could do... The word might sound funny, but you'll get the gist of what I'm saying. A PSA that says that we're not doing it begrudgingly. Because you know what? Taking those statues down, I feel... It's better they went down. The way they did, whether they intentionally did it or didn't. I think it's intentional in an offbeat way. And without taking them down, like when I say a PSA... Yeah, like they, they, they educate people uh, to pick up trash over the years. The cities have done nationwide PSAs, pick up your trash, or, um, you know, uh, tell people not to do drugs with some good campaigns and some bad campaigns. And you educate people through PSAs. They're, they're quick, like that's, you know. And they didn't do one when it comes to taking down the statues. And I think it could have been a lot better. In other words, 
Because when you take them down like that, a lot of people think you're just taking them down. Oh, they have to. And if you feel that way, okay. I know it's not something you could admit, but you do indirectly. Because if you were really learning, I, you know, I look, it's not like I want to start a fire. So, you know, when you, when you pour fire on something to get, to get people agitated. But I want people to, I wanted people to be aware when we need to, that people are trying and that we see change and always reward people. I think, um, I forget who said it. It might have been Martin Luther King in so many words to say we need, you know, we always want to go further with progression, but we need to stop and celebrate. And, and it's okay to stop and celebrate what you have. It doesn't mean in that celebration, you know, there's not a long way to fucking go. So I'm not saying to celebrate at all. I'm saying I, I want to be aware when it's good. And when we go, okay, you know what? That was, a, that was some just change. So I'm not trying to fuel the fire, but I do think it's just hard to believe it wasn't thought of because if they were doing it with empathy, in other words, when they're tearing them down, it just creates more division in these communities, one more thing to have division about. So if you're going to take them down, take them down and do PSAs that say, Here, and, and you, look, you have all the money in the world. Some, somebody would probably do it for free. And what it says is, is short is we don't take these down begrudgingly. The only thing we do is wish we would have done it a lot longer. And then explain. You might go, Todd, how long could it be? Look, go back and look at PAC, P, PSAs. When they're, when they're done brilliantly, they can be short and sweet and educational, and they can also be different. They could run one for a week and then run another one for a week. But one of them should be that, that, um, that they don't do it begrudgingly and explain the difference between erasing your past, because that's a good question, and not having statues like that. Yeah, no, you're right. P and people do go right there. What are we going to erase our, erase our past? That's a good question. It deserves a good, clean answer. Some people know the answer to that. Some people know the answer, but then when it comes to someone like George Washington, you, you know, because I'll be honest, that was when I went, um, oh, I, I, okay, that was entering into a new territory. But I think I'll learn. I'll prob probably make total sense. It's like, just like I always say, when people go, now they're getting out of hand. Now it's getting out of hand. And by the way, because some, because some vandals might take down a statue that has nothing to do with the cause, that doesn't, shouldn't get in the way of the cause. With anyone that is clear-headed, they're able to go, no, that's in the way of the cause. That's not the cause. And you should do it for the other side, by the way. Find any goddamn opportunity that the other side is right and speak fucking loud. It's better to show by example. No matter how minute it is. And let me tell you something. With Trump, it's hard. It is hard with Trump because, you know, he, he, it's very hard to find something you agree with. It's not, it's very hard. But every so often there's a morsel of something. And I think, just say it. You know, he didn't mean that. He meant that. But anyway. So in these cities where they're taking down these statues, you know, besides if there's one or two that even the, whatever, whoever it is, would go, no, 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 that, we, we're not trying to get that taken down. That was vandals. I'm sure that's going to happen. Um, but just on the ones that should come down and explain the difference. But you just took them down. That, that seems like you just did it because you had to. Otherwise, you would re oh, realize it. Part of if any of this protesting is making any sense is to look clearly and fairly. And that, to me, if, if you take a second to do that at this issue itself, if that's what you picked, that's what I picked. It doesn't look like they learned a lot. Because you would be aware, this is going to create division. So if we're going to take them down, 
and act like we're taking them down because we get it, as opposed to like, oh, all right. Blech. Part of proving that, you don't even have to call it a PSA. It could be a speech when they're taking them down that is then recorded and put on. But it's not just, you know, we, we, we think we live in a world where you ain't man can be judged in the name of how you think, and this ain't about right. We hereby take you No, something from the fucking heart that says we take these down. The only thing we fucking regret, you don't have to curse, is regret is that we didn't do it sooner. And, let me, and quote somebody from the past that brilliantly says the difference between erasing our memory, because everyone knows we should not erase our past. We learn. We get it. You don't have to bring that up. We get it. But some people, they need, you know, that sounded aggressive. I shouldn't say it like that. I should go, yeah, most of us do. But if you don't, so what? And even if they, you say it and they, be, they don't like it, I'm not saying they're going to hear it and go, oh, is that why? No, but at least you said it. And for the people, not like we always say, not the hardcore people that probably will never change their opinion. Okay, there are people that will. Some good people do get confused on that. So, yeah, there's that. Wow, and one more little tag. It's the same thing. So much energy. I wanted to prove how fun I was. One more thing here, and then... You know, when the, I realize something, whenever they say something's out of control, and this is when I think it's... Especially for younger people. Like, I always hope this gets into someone's ears. You know, my listeners educate me sometimes through kind emails, and I hope that somebody that's, you know, that, that might even ask one of these questions. Um, as far as when you feel a movement is out of control, and I'm going to say what I say every other time. If you look into the past, look at a movement, whatever it was, and at the time, it's the same exact thing. So let me tell you something. If you don't, if you don't understand that I'm being uh, truthful when I say that, the same, as same as the same could fucking be, the same points of contention happen every single time. Every single time. Every single time. And unless I'm wrong, that's where I try to grow, by looking at the past and seeing how, take a look at, you know, they always go, well, each side is dangerous if you're this or that. Yeah, but I, I hate to say it, but one side is less dangerous. Um, but even if I said, for argument's sake, yes, both sides are dangerous. But I go back and look, okay, when people go, now it's going out of control. They're, they're trying to say, and this is when I think you could enter into a, peop, a group of people, they're not bad people. They just see a movement and then, oh, no, we don't want to go too far that way. And we're not talking about the destruction is done while a movement is going on, not aligned with the movement. That's different. Most clear-headed people can go, no, they, no one hates that more than the group fighting because they know it. You know. But, but I'm talking about what, what the movement, if there is a, a, you know, what they're asking for. And at one point, it happens every single time. Oh, now it's out of control. And you do, because maybe you see something like uh, that you think seems like, no, I get it, I get it, I get it. But that, all I can tell you, doesn't mean that you know, the earth can't take a drastic uh, switch and it, and it will start going a different direction. But like I said a million times, if, you, if that's your case, you got to set that up to begin with. you got to go, I know what I'm saying, I get it, but you're not going to grab me if you just start saying what I've heard 
and, and looked at old YouTube clips and learned uh, that every movement has the same exact resistance. Not resistance, the same exact resistance. The same points of resistance. And one of them usually ends up at the end of it. Now they're gone too far. Whether it's the women's movement. I mean, I, I remember a little bit of that. And what I have, don't remember from being a little kid, I remember, you know, you, you can't help but remember the burning of the bras thing. And now they're gone too far. And then people want to go, no, I am not... It, they'll, they'll, they look. I don't want to mock, say it in a mocking way. They give their what I say credits. I do the same thing. Like if I don't like a movie, I try to say movies I like. Let's say it's a silly movie. Like and so critics do this too sometimes. Like they'll go, they'll list the silly movies they like. So just don't think I'm writing this movie off because it's a just a silly slapstick movie. They'll go, you go look at my past, and and it does. It works. It is legitimate. It is a a good thing you could do by, you know, uh, addressing your past. You go well, okay, this this person doesn't just not give it a chance because it's this person no 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 I, I, I that's you know a, a, a style of comedy i love just nope i'm not judging it the light yeah and then uh and then they, they to be you know to be listened to in a different way so same thing people do like me too you know but uh but i just think sometimes it's done in the sense of if i was right on this issue and i've been aboard like no 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 i'm all for the women's movement or i'm all for i'm sure i'm sure the um riots you know even if you go back to uh, the the protesting and the rioting in the 50s uh, for for uh for racial intolerance or the, the you know the gay movement oh, gay movement what's that um but uh you never know what to call the gay plight <laughs> yeah, they're movements they're all movements and um yeah, i know the joke's right there um you know oh now they want to go make out in front of the kids in the school. Now they're gone too far. It's like saying, no, I'm all right. They, when you say you're all right with something, I usually means it became you became all right with it or you're not going to mention it anymore. I'm all right with that. Most of the sometimes. Most of the I don't know. Who gives a shit? I'm going off track. But, um, you know, I remember something where they go, the, a teacher wanted her significant other to come into the school. And that's when they thought, now it's getting out of control. Even some... Nice people. When I say nice, do you know what I mean? I feel like you should preface it every time. Not hardcore people that it's easy to, the you know, just egregious uh, extremes. No, in me in the past, people that try. I, I'm not saying me, me. I try. Uh, that's why when I say me, because I try. You can try. I try hard, and you still look back and you go, you you you, you get you get lost sometimes. So I don't stay on track because I pay attention each individual time. I stay on track because I look at the history and I always know where to go pretty quick. Okay, I'm going to go to that. Go to the extreme. We're extreme. And how about, Todd, when they say now they've gone too far? I think back. They said that about that. They said that about that. Ah, I'm going to go with the too far. Too far. I'm going to go too far. I want to go. You know why I want to go too far? Too far. Too far is like... When you say, no, I'm all right, and I understand why this movement is necessary, and you even can brilliantly say something for about 45 seconds that says you get the movement. But now, now it's going too far. The pendulum's going the other way, and it's starting to do damage. That's what I want to do. Why? Oh, because it always seems that way in the present. But when you look back and you go, oh, let me let me hear the list. Uh, give me every list. Put it in front of me. What went too far with the gay movement? What went too far with the I want I want to read them with the things they wanted. How about with the uh, uh, with women's rights? Give me the list. No, no, not the list of the things they wanted that were normal. The things with the too, too much list. Now you're fucking losing me list. This is for the women. This is what gay people want. This is what. OK, I read through them here. 
Well, it just looks like a. This is the too far list. These look like just these just look like fair fucking things they're asking for. That's how I make my decision. So, just know that that too far. It's like in the time, you know. But later, yeah, Me Too movement. Oh no, I know. Believe me. But now it's gone too far. Wow. Take a sip of my coffee with some Jack Daniels. Joe. Joe McKenzie, everybody! Let's hear for years. Could you tell I was singing up front a little? I think I could do it. I do sing like Joe. Even one of the listeners pointed it out. Close your eyes. Tell me who's singing. Be honest. Don't lie. Let's hear Tuglish. That's Joe, right. Aha, Joe. He's really, he got a good jabbing at you. Let's hear Tuglish. I think that's pretty short for getting all that out of the way. That was all in about 20 minutes because I did a little bit of the show. It's week number eight. Right there. What would be so hard about that? Get off your fat ass, Joe. <laughs> That's not nice. What type of show do I have? People at home, I'm going to give you a little sample. Spell. Uh, I'm thinking of words that are hard for me to spell, and it's everyone. I went with elephant and probably in my head because they're hard words. I don't know. Probably. Probably. P yeah, spell probably at home. Spell it in your head. We'll write it down. Go get paper. I'll probably say up front to get paper. First of all, let me do a test here. Alexa, volume 10. Alexa, pause music. Alexa, spell probably. Probably is spelled P-R-O-B-A-B-L-Y. Could you use it, Alexa? Use it in a sentence. Here's an example for the verb use. To use a knife. Or, to use the facilities. Also, we have used the money provided. For more, ask me to give you more examples for use. Yeah. I think it misunderstood me. I, I didn't re-ask the question. But it, but, but it works. How about a hy Spell hypochondriac. Do you think you know? I should have brought some paper in here. At home, do you know? I'll give you some time. Let's hear Todd Loose. He's got a podcast. It's week number eight. Yeah, right there. That's right there, Joe. Look, I'll teach you. Hold on. Joe, are you all right? I'm not giving you too much work. I really need this. It makes the show like something. You know, it's we... No, no. Here we go. No, it should start... It shouldn't start before the song. Let's hear Todd Glass. Number one podcast. It's week number nine. Yeah, you can squeeze it in there. Okay. 
Alexa. Sorry for yelling into the mic. Alexa, spell probably. No worries. No, no, no. Never mind. Alexa. What are we spelling? Oh, yeah. Alexa. Alexa. Spell hypochondriac. Hypochondriac is spelled H-Y-P-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-A-C. Nice. Alexa, what's it mean if you think you're a hypochondriac but you're not? It means you're not. It means you are. What is? I think I'm a hypochondriac, but I, what if I'm not? You probably are. I just drank coffee, came all down my shirt, like for a bit. So I like tests. Now I'm going to give you a test. I want you to listen to this song, listeners too, and then we'll start the show. This is a nice way to start the show. Ooh, I gotta just, just be be present. That's what I'm learning from this whole thing. Be present. Be here now. Be with the audience. We're together. Tell your friend in the next room to shh. Turn the volume up. I'll tell. Uh, look, for anybody that's having trouble with somebody loud in the other room, turn the volume up in three seconds. Three, two, one. Quiet in the other room. No, I don't mean to be a jerk, but your friend is trying to listen to my podcast. So, I don't mean to yell at you. First of all, let me apologize for yelling at you. But this is something that really means a lot to your friend, and I would appreciate... Shut up! So, I'm going to play a song for you. You know, do you know... Then we're going to figure out if you know what it's about. You know, like, do you know, like, there's a, there's a me- there, I can't follow it, and I really, but I like the song. It's like, there's a good message in here, but I don't know what, I, I don't know uh, what it is. <laughs> I don't sound too smart. Um, no, yeah, everybody's smart. Hold on. Da, 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 da. Okay, so we'll play it, and then there'll be a little test afterwards. And, uh, you know, what better time of the year to, to do it? With Christmas coming up, six months around the corner. I already got my tree picked out. I'm going to cut it down at midnight. <clears throat> you can keep your head while all about you. There's going to be a test. I'm losing this and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself while all men doubt you. But make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait, not be tired by waiting. Or being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being hated. By the way, this is a poem that was written 100 years ago. Probably 125 years ago, 130 years ago. Just put to music. Don't give way to hating. Yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise If you can think, and not make dreams your maker If you can think, and not make thoughts your aim If you can deal 
Are you going to be able to take a test about this? Well, I'm going to play it from the beginning again. You're going to learn your lesson. I'm going to ask questions. Wait, what? Hold on, hold on. Oh. Never forget this. You listen. You can keep your head while all about you. By the way, he stopped me to tell me that there was like, there was like a little like, um, because the glasses are on the table, like the drinking glasses, and then there's like condensation, if that's the right word, and he made like, he made little funny faces in there. He goes, oh, look, I made little funny faces. Truth. And blaming it on you. I'm going to go back until you're, till you. Wait, 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 wait. All right, Mr. Carson. And all you know, no cue cards. You can keep your head while all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself while all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait, not be tired by waiting. Being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being a hater, don't give way to hating. And yet, don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can think and not make dreams your maker, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim. Now you're. D I'm gonna ask you some questions. We're gonna put a disguise on your voice. Hold on one second, please. Hold on. What was the basic? And if you don't know, it's fine. You don't have to be nervous. You just be honest. Maybe people at home are listening too. I'm using this phone because I've given my microphone over there. What do we have? The voice disguised. What could you tell basically what that song was about? At first, I thought so, and then at the end, I don't think I knew anymore. And uh, thank you. Well, so what's it about? <laughs> I I said I didn't know. I was asking for your help. Give me this mic. Aaron, just pick up the, the, the... Oh, there he is. Yeah, uh, do you want reverb in your voice? Well, I'll just do like we normally do. I'll just ask for it. Thank you. Thank you for checking in.
Close your eyes. Picture you're just listening to the show at home. Starting to get a little impatient, to be honest. It's the start of the show, everybody. That's the cold opening. I ain't shitting around anymore. Oh, by the way, I'm going to go on Cameo. I'll give, uh, I'll make donations to, uh, to shit. Thank you, Tommy at Cameo. So nice. Doug Benson hooked me up. He said, why aren't you doing it? I said, I don't know. I said, I thought about doing it. I thought maybe I don't have the time. But I do now. make this bit funnier for you how whatever word you want to use would Aaron how how <coughs> he might just be high but how I mean come on to just not ruining the show but I'm I don't want to yell because he's had a rough week and I mean at what point do you explode never never the answer is never tricked you everybody do you like the way i did that at the end it's like enough already right and then boom right back at you welcome everybody to the todd glass show wow 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 i want to say real quick about um oh yeah cameo truth i i'm gonna probably by friday i should be on it already give it a shot seems pretty easy you know i don't i like easy <laughs> i like easy you know what i'm talking about um oh we have you know what we're gonna do next okay now what were we just doing we're, go we're going somewhere with something oh about a oh i wanted to mention carl reiner um 
I, I don't. Th- I think everyone, knows, of course, who Carl Reiner is, and then when something like this happens, sometimes you go back and you look at their body of work. But real quick, what what I, what I say that I think uh, is that what I admired about him the most is that I don't think you look whatever the term is. It tends to be called in comedy. You punch. You punch. Uh, don't punch down. Now, there's always some gray area with that because people get confused. But at, at the core of it. I think everybody understands what that means. And I don't think you, you do it as good as he did it. Always, all, never punching down. I don't think that happens accidentally. That just doesn't happen accidentally. And if you look at him, not only besides, you know, all the things that he produced and was in, like, that is amazing. But what is even equally as amazing, if not more, was right to the very end, socially, socially aware socially aware and it's you know that's when, when people will give you a get out of jail free card oh he's 90 he's 91 he's 92 and i would even i wouldn't say pick a fight with a 98 year old i don't think it's an excuse but at that age i'm not gonna argue <laughs> you know i'm not gonna i'm not not crazy it's not an excuse because but 98 and i uh, and still you know and i paid attention to him over the last few years and just so Man, what a fucking life! Excuse my language, and this and and that part uh, was just amazing. I you know I took a few screenshots that I'll print out like I do every year in my book, and the one that I know I'll do the full cover because it says everything. It's uh, him with a uh, Black Lives Matter shirt on, with uh, two friends of his. They're oh god, now I'm forgetting who they are. Carl Reiner. Oh, I hated another legend, a living legend. Oh, I hate it. Then I can't think of it. It's his best friend. They had dinner together. He, he, uh, Mel, Mel, what? Mel, not, no. <laughs> Mel Brooks. He said, he said, <laughs> he said, he, he didn't do it to be funny, to truth, but he goes, uh, he's trying to help me out. He goes, Mel Gibson? He goes, no, 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 Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's, all of a sudden, wait, then maybe Mel was a good guy. For years, all you do is heard how Mel Gibson, oh, he's so much fun on the set. Oh, he's always pulling pranks. Who cares? And that's when he had a good reputation. If I was a publicist back then, I used to have a joke, not a joke, but something I would complain about. To me, that's jokes. So if you like that, come see my show. But um, he would, uh, yeah, he would, uh, if I, uh, one of the things I would say, if I was a publicist, I would tell, tell my client, don't, don't tell a story about how, how uh, Mel plays pranks. Because it, it was fun to hear in the beginning. You learn, you know, he's, you know, you think he's a cool actor, then you find out he's fun on the set. Yeah, they're the stories you want to hear. But after a while, I remember someone go, oh, he played a pr- trick on the set. Who cares? Next. I know that about him. I don't want to hear it. And then that's, and again, that's when he was on good behavior. Uh, what? It was Mel Brooks. Yeah, it was Mel Brooks, and um, and then and then and then somebody else, and the three of them are laying on the ground. I think well, I don't remember too much. Oh, if I if he's so great, can I ever give him a better eulogy? This is the one he'd want. Um, I can. I it gives me hope. It gives me hope. I want to know more about him now, and you know that mostly just because it, it all comes flooding in. I was aware of it. Me and my friends would have conversations about it. 
about me and Eric Olson. You know, we'd see him tweet something, and this is like, you know, uh, going back of probably in the last three years, four years. And uh, I'm sure he was doing it before then. I just took notice to it. We're like, oh, fuck, yeah, and smart and clean and well thought, well thought out and very clear. And when you would see him on shows talking and so, and then the social part of it. Now I want to go learn because guess what? That would be my goal. My goal is to be so, like, get better than him to make him look like shit compared to me. Like, when I'm 98, I want people to go, people talked about Carl Reiner. That guy, Carl Reiner wasn't shit. Like, it's years down the road now. I don't like the way they're describing it. Matter of fact, if I was in the room, I'd go, we don't have to. It's not a competition, guys. I, I believe me, he took you there, and then we don't, it's not a competition. We're both, it's all, we're all in the same fight here. You're, 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 you're tearing down a brilliant man and saying he wasn't shit. I, I know you're doing it because I did a lot. The guy goes, yeah, but he, he wasn't shit. Everyone says, Carl Reiner, Carl Reiner. Go find Todd Glass. This is years from now, because at this point, he's looking back. I live to be like 95, I'm going to say. 95. And the truth of the matter is, and people who are very close to me say, the only time he shouldn't have been performing. He lived in 95. This is what I want my legacy to be, or will be. You know, uh, he, I lived to be 95. They go, the only time he really shouldn't have been on stage, it, it got tough, was since he was 52. <laughs> like it's that. Oh wait, that was horrible. I thought you were gonna say just the last two years. Now, since he was fifty-two, he really didn't. He would just have the band play, and I don't know. No one knew what he was doing. He seemed to be having a ball, but he was playing songs and imagine and yelling at people, all to a beautifully, you know, orchestrated band. You people don't appreciate me. Boom. I realize if me and Eddie Pepitone did a special together, all we would do, and I do love the audience. I do berate sometimes the people that I feel ruin comedy for me, that they're just not silly. So I do spend a lot of time berating, telling people how appreciative they should be. And the reason I realize that even more so than ever is because when I'm watching Eddie's special, you know, we have that in common. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy because, because, you know, it's like I'm, uh, me, I'm not thinking that I do that at first. Me and a friend of mine happen to be hanging out with separate chairs uh he, he just right from the beginning yelling at the crowd <laughs> he's yelling at us at home he's like i can't get in that. and i'm giggling he he eh. anyway so uh that's all i wanted to say about anybody remember what we're talking about we were going back to um i was saying what? Carl Reiner. Oh, this guy. Yeah, he lo he says you ain't shit. And then I interrupt. I heard him. I even hear him like out at the bar at a comedy club. Maybe you know he. No, no. I'm dead at this point. This is just a story I'm telling. I'm dead. I'm gone. I only had my fame was right about where it is now, but for my whole career. So okay. That was my fame. So it didn't get out to a big... That's why this guy finds out about me. He just happened... I'm not as famous as Carl Reiner in my story. Then he's out at the bar somewhere. Wherever people hang out. I don't know what they're going to be doing. This would have to be... Okay. 40 years... Let's be rough. 30, 40 years from now. And then, pe hey, people were talking at bars in the 50s, in the 40s. 60s, everything's changed. We're still at bars, hanging out. 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000. 
So is it crazy to think that that might still happen? It's drastically different. People will still crave human in contact with some guy at a bar. Now, why am I putting all this work into the side story here? So it's believable because some people go, Todd, it doesn't even make sense. 40 years from now, who's at a bar? One person could be thinking that I got to correct them, and I'm right. Yeah, a waterhole, whatever you may have it. And uh, he just aware, like just like I find out, like, you know, just like I found out about musicians because of people that I know that care about music. I go now and I find the musicians that didn't have the career of other musicians, but they had, you know, if you know those middle, you know, those ones that never really got the popularity or there's all those levels all in between. And that's actually the good part about it, the business. That most people don't know who the fuck I am, but I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Not great, but you know what I mean? I'm comfortable. I'm just being, I don't want a lot out of life. So when I say comfortable, I live in a shed behind Daniel Tosh's house. Now he lets me, and Sarah lets me sleep in her pond downstairs. She just says I'm a drunk uncle. She goes, oh no him, he just gets drunk when he comes in late at night. Come on, Uncle Todd. And then I have my own place, a storage unit, but it's uh, you know, if I had one I'd make it nice. I, I, don't, I, I started to trickle on um, being disrespectful to people that have to do that and, uh, and that's why I was like, you know when you're in the middle of a bit I figured the best thing to do is just verbalize it and, and just move on. You know, you're in your own self. You don't have to go, oh, my God. But that's why. But you know what's great about a bit? You can just back up and go in and make do the same exact joke and take it in a direction that you don't even have to worry about doing that. You know what I mean? Like, let me, let me for example. Well, I mean, I was, uh, I'm doing, when I say pretty good, I mean, I'm, you know, my regular job I have mixed with the unemployment that I got and I borrowed a little money from my grandmother. That's all I need. Most of the time, I'm, whew, see what I mean? Didn't I do what I just said I was going to do? Right. That's what my fucking point is, people. Try a little harder, comics. <laughs> so, um, you know, Carl Reiner's dead, and I don't remember where I'm at. And I hope, I'm glad he's dead because he helped me try to get back on place. All I'm trying to do, truth, is show him the respect he deserves to not excluding him in jokes. Same thing I do with Harris Whittles. He's hanging out with Carl Reiner. Woo! Here's Carl Reiner. All right, bring it down. I'm just kidding around. Ha <laughs> ha. And Brody Stevens is doing a show. It's just the three of them. And they hire Brody to do a show. Carl's loaded. It ends up you still need money up there. Is any of this interesting? You know what your face looks like? Lost. <laughs> I have to itch my ear. I hope that's not offending you. Oh, sorry. I have to itch it can't stop me. No, it's my show. I have to itch my ear. Oh, sorry, I can't do my show? What if I can't do my show? Some people, you can't dig your finger in your ear any amount of time when people are around. Hello? Got it? You got it? Guy on plane back when I traveled? It's so I'm so angry at a bit that I barely remember seeing ever. I did see someone doing it. and it. So why do I make myself look guilty and I'm not? I'm actually telling the truth and now I remember who it was because I couldn't at first. But it was just a guy painting our neighbor's house. And every time I looked over there, I think he had a mite in his ear. Then I felt bad for him. So I offered him some uh, pickle juice. <laughs> some of that story is true. It's truth the, there was someone painting the house that was doing that. I was going to go over and try to get his business card, see him if he wanted to help me out with my website. But ends up he just paints. 
come on, I'm funny, everybody, and I always say that when it's really funny. If you're not laughing at that, as I'm yelling at you, then you could go your own very way. <laughs> and I love you so. I don't know what it's about. Either did I. And you wouldn't listen to it. I should make you listen to it again, but I was afraid you'd get nervous. Oh, you really? You do? Honestly? All right, if you're going to try. You might not have an answer, but as long as, you, as long as the reason you don't have an answer is because you tried your hardest and you still didn't get it, no, then you don't have to be nervous at all. I don't want you to be nervous no matter what. A little bit. A little bit nervous. Joe McKenzie. How are you? Max. Hi, Max. I can't stop saying hi to Max. Shh, I don't want to yell. He's very... Get. I like the purr. Can you... We'll tweet it. Get him purring again. And brush under his neck a little, for the love of God. He was matted up under there. It's all. It, can I tell you something? Max is matting because he's... I'm sure because he's, he's older. It's adorable. He just looks like he naps a lot. And I thought, he does. He does. God bless him. God bless him. He so he looks just like he's like like oh, look, he's so cute, but he's he's just relaxing a lot. He's at that point in his life, all he gets to be is at peace. All right. But seriously, you should put him in the pool, make him swim, keep him alert. <laughs> oh Max, oh Max, you bundle of love. <laughs> Max, there's a cat that listens to the show, folks. I'm not joking around. Truth. Well, I don't know if he understands it, but I don't like to say his owner. It sounds too cold. I get people. You don't have to say it's my stepkids. What? This person? His person? The dog? The cat? That sounds weird. His person? I, I don't want to judge anything, whatever you're comfortable with. His people. His people. Okay, so he goes... Uh, Oh, yeah, his people. Oh, I like that. I was going the other way. I was thinking person to cat, but no, I'm going cat to person. No, I'm going person to cat. Yeah, no, cat to person, because I'm going, it's his, what is it? His people. Right. It's his people. So I forget, uh, I forget Max's people's name, but I know Max's name. Or did I remember Max's name and get now think, give you the name of the cat? Some, one of those I know either got it right. Where I was, the Max is the, the people's, the cat's people, the owner. See, I go to say owner. Don't like owner. His people. His, his what and withalls. His worth, his what and withalls. His, uh, his uh, kajubi jubi. His canubi dooby. His, his poopy poopy. No, poopy poopy. What am I, Andy Kindler? That's an insult to him. And I hope he hears the show. And while he's hearing it, he chokes. <coughs> to the point where he thinks he might choke and die, but he doesn't. He catches his breath, gets, but gets thrown off his footing a little bit. He's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <coughs> goes to fall, but then catches himself. And then he has a great day. I don't, you shouldn't wish t truth anybody choking, even in a bit. Like, the, why, first of all? I feel better I said it. I feel better I said it. You're so talkative. What? Hold on. What? Say it for real. Don't make a joke. I think you should leave when the friend won't admit he's choking because the famous guy is admitting. Oh, my God. The, the, I think you should leave when he will not admit he's choking because the famous... Uh, I can't fucking get enough of that bit. That bit, that show, that fucking show, that guy, that fucking... 
You just fucking can't get enough of it. Dive those characters. I, I Guess what? I'm planning on season two being just as good as season one. Yeah. People go, don't put the pressure on it. Them, that show, once you're that good, you think they're done? You think they're done? Let them run 10 years, and then hopefully they'll be the type of show. That's the type of... When you have that, when you have that first season, there's more where that came from. So I... People go, oh, don't set it up too much, because then... You know, people, you know, just, you know, don't, no, no, it'll deliver. It'll deliver. It will deliver. That's why season two, I can't wait to watch because I know it's going to be fucking great. And you know what? I'm looking forward to it. Now that's a promo for, I think you should leave. Why don't they play that and pay me? Because it came from the heart, but why shouldn't I benefit off it financially? Why? Why? What did they ever do for me? I talk about that show over and over. I go out on the limb for that show. Do they know it? I don't know what they know. But it doesn't matter to me. I am obsessed with it for a good reason. I am weary of people that aren't obsessed with it as me. That's right. I watch them from afar. Go, okay, I can still love you, but hmm, you're not obsessed with I think you should leave. And you claim you like sketch. Hmm, uh, no, no. No, I don't buy it. I don't buy it that anybody could not fucking love it. Unless you go, I don't like sketch. How about it, even if it's the best of the best of the best of the best? No. Oh, okay. No, no, not you. But if you go, no, if it's good. What is that? <laughs> I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. And I, I, I started recommending people do this. Watch a show and don't watch the lead actors. Only watch the supporting cast and then watch everyone back again that way. Because it's great. Them being funny is great. Their subtlety is great. Their how real they play it is fucking hard to handle. It's so the way they just play it like good fucking acting. And I don't mean good TV acting, good movie acting. Just people really just acting, you know, as real as it could be. You know, I've seen it done before, but they take it up a notch from that. That's my promo right there. Include that part and then Play their fucking bumper that they play out of. Boom! There. Isolate that, Danny Robbins. Can you do something lately in this pandemic? All you do is sit on your ass with Joe uh, Cafucci, Johnny Machafoni, Joe McKenzie. I mean, you just put that whole thing. It's a promo. Put it on. Play their song. Leave this in, too. I don't give a shit. How many beyond? No, don't leave this in. Then it, I look sick in the head. Next thing I know, they got a cease and desist order from the whole show. Todd Glass is crazy. I think he might try to come over here and uh, harass one of us. But not in a mean way. But, like, they might get scared that I'm going to, like, sort of uh, where she uh, where she ties him up in the house. She wrote the book, Misery. They, they might get scared. Misery. But I would tie them up and just tell them how much I like their show. I wouldn't hurt them. I would say, what's your favorite food? I'll order it for you. Oh, I'll get everybody back massages. But they're still tied up against their will. That's what they... I'm not going to do a horrible thing. But they could be afraid. No, we don't... We, we'd rather him stay... Oh, I look at the... Oh, 50 miles from the, uh, the studio where they record their shows. Whew. So I go 50 and I just... I stand right at the corner. There's cops waiting. I stand right there. I just talk. I love that show! I hope you get to you guys! 50 miles away. I just scream. Because that's how much I... I think you should leave. 
Hopkins on his PA. Sir, I think you should leave. I know, I love that show. No, sir, I think you should leave. Please leave. That's ah, great. Is, what am I doing right now? Is this part of my new series? Talk about, like I say, I, I, is this necessary? Is it necessary? Without that, what would have happened to the last 10 minutes if we just sat in silence once in a while? Instead of me thinking I have to produce content. There's enough out there already, Todd. Just have your podcast be shut up sometimes. Just shut up sometimes. Not everybody wants to hear somebody talk the whole show. Can we, we they, maybe people need a break. You know, somebody asked once they do editing for the show. And I really would love somebody just to isolate. I'll tell you what, the funny stuff, like little minute things, you listen, what's funny for a minute? And also the social. When I have something, I get off my mind that's social issue. Just go back and, and take those and get like two minutes. That's what we could use. And somebody wrote me, and, th and I didn't think of editing in that way. I always think of visual editing. But if you do sound editing and you want to do that with us, Danny, you're too busy. I got to get near to you got the stuff. You already have to work on the, uh, what was the last thing? Oh, the, 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 the commercial for uh, I Think You Should Leave. And I would leave all this whole thing in. Call it, have bonus tracks. Make a CD out of it. Todd Glass. Commercial for I Think You Should Leave. Track one. Todd talks about the show. Track two, Todd talks about it like he just did it, but then ends up leaving that in. Track three, Todd talks more about it after he did it. Like, that's not going to be sent, and we end up sending that in. Track four, he worries that they'll give a cease and desist. Track five, he talks about should they put what tracks in. Track so You could make this into something special. And, leave, and what is this called? This is called Todd motivating anybody out there. I just gave you a good idea. Make this a track. He gets angry in the fact that maybe someone won't do it. Track ten. Track 11, he's just saying, hey, everybody, how are you? How you doing? I hope you're all right. Track 11. All right, I'm done. I think I had two. Whenever I'm having, can I tell you the truth? Truth. Whenever I'm having a lot of fun like I just was, something's going horribly wrong. <laughs> horribly wrong. Okay, so I got something. Duncan uh, Carey. Uh, Duncan Carey told me to start listening to these and we we did these a few times I think over the years where we did this probably three or four times we would play um, training videos like uh, you know if you work at a McDonald's and they have a training video but it's been so many years and Duncan reminded me the other day uh, him and John Baron Wagner do a show every day since the pandemic started which is it's you know what it's great to commit to something like that it's great every day and that teaches you commitment. If that's all that comes out of it, whether you decide at one point, oh, we, we don't, we're not doing it, so what? Every single day, commitment. And that helps you do something else. That'll, that's like training for other things. You know, They're probably still doing it. They're like, Todd, why are you acting like we're dead? Oh, I heard you both died. You didn't die? John's fine, and uh, so is Duncan. So Duncan, um, yeah, he reminded me the other day. He sent me one, actually, and I, and I downloaded it. I don't know if he just said overall, he goes, oh, by the way, uh, training videos are a constant source of amusement. <laughs> and I'm, I, Sure enough, I go online and he's right. And, uh, I rem and then I, that's when I remembered we had played one of them. Once you start seeing them, you're like, oh, yeah, I think, I think we uh, did that a while ago. Um, but uh, 
Hold on. I love that he reminded me. Hold on one second. Hey, Duncan. He doesn't listen. He doesn't listen. Nobody listens anymore. There's Oh, Doobie in my pocket. Somebody, I think she did it herself. And she plays the song, so will you remind me? Oh, God. Or should I just do it now? Because what was I in the middle of? Oh, yeah. Looking for what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me do this first because we can always go get the training video. So uh, hold on, hold on. La, 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 la. Oh, oh, oh. oh so I can't find it. What's the matter, huh? I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, I got a note that said you wanted to. Uh, like I said, I don't know if it's true or not, but I got a note you wanted to hear this. Yeah, do the, do the mess. I can't, I can't. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm going to find it. I'm not giving up. I'll be honest, I got a little bit, um, I guess you could say, a little bit mm, out of. Just have to go nice and slow. The problem is you try to go too fast. Ben anniversary. Oh, oh yeah. Doobie in my pocket. Now, that's the loop. Or did I? Was it for me, maybe? Oh, maybe it was on Twitter. I thought I put it... Yeah, I just saw the, the doobie in my pocket, but that's Joe's one. This was uh, somebody... The, the person that I actually did it for uh, put it... Oh, no, maybe it is here. What, what do you think? Is this hurting the show or helping it that I'm taking forever? I think it helps it. People are busy. That's a multitask. I go, do, do your own thing for a little while, right? Do your own thing. You don't need it. You know. Seriously, people are tired. I've said it before. I'm one step ahead of the game. That's the new thing in podcasting. That. Uh, okay, hold on. How do I do this? Look what's happening here. Because I'm trying to open it. And it. And then it keeps going to this. Really? Okay. So, thank you. Oh, you want to hear it? I sat down with my parents to discuss on tossed up by the pay. There you guys, can we discuss another way? They said, sure, I guess that's fine. So what's on your mind, daughter? I said, okay, let's try to imagine there's a fire down the block. People need our help and we have fire extinguishers. And so we talked and talked. It might be complex, but it should really be quite simple. So by the time that we hung up, my dad said, I'm so proud of you. It turns out my little girl can teach her dad a thing or two. Da, 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 da. Wow. You know what? I think you did a great job. This is when I have moments like this, like, 
let's say, you know, I was famous enough to have a biopic done on me, like how you would depict this moment, like me with duck whistles, like, oh, Todd lost his mind. I thought you did a very nice job, by the way. I'm going to take a drink of water. I'm going to take a drink of water. I'm going to take some water. And now we're going to go find that other song. Go right back on track. I thought you did a great job. I think uh, if you do it, uh, you, I know you sang with the song in the background. Now, now it's going to seem like I'm criticizing you, and I'm not. Hold on to your pants. But uh, try to see if there's a karaoke track or... If you need me to, you can just sing it a cappella. But you have nothing to go to. If you need me, I'll, I'll, I'll have a... I guess if you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I want to be... You know, I want to... Then we're going to go back to what we were searching for. I remember there was something we are going to search for, search for. I didn't forget about it. But I don't want to... But Danny, we should do that. I think that could be funny, like a CD with different tracks. You just make it up. Do you leave this track in, too? Like 20 minutes later, Todd starts talking about it again, that we should really do this promotion for, and this is the track. Uh, do the promotion for I Think You Should Leave. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll just put it, I'll do the loop for you. Now, this has a little bit, but it's just backup vocals. Here we go. I'll, put, I'll, I'll do it without interrupting it. See, I just I put enough out there you can make a loop out of that, and then you sing with that, you know, because it's it works, you know. There's a hoo hoo in my hee hee and a hoo up to boo boo and a bee bee. It's called Andy Kindler in it. And then a hoo hoo in the ha ha and I went to hoo 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 and I boom boom up my bee bee and I shoo shoo up my doo doo and I hoo hoo up my ho ho and I hee hee in the hoo hoo. I sing like them. These are the type of songs I should be doing. Who's that group we were telling Aristotle but that, that part got edited out, the group to listen to? Woody and Jeremy. Woody and Jeremy. Their album is titled Strange Satisfaction. Spell hippopotamus. H I P P O. There's a doobie in my pocket and I want to take my shirt off. The guy at gate nine said, hoo 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 ha ha ha, ooh, 
I went into the kitchen and I said, Dad, listen up. You know, I'm tired of you and your opinions and like, just can you just shut the fuck up and listen? I was like, if you had a fucking fire engine, that's someone that really messes up my point. If you had a fire engine and someone needed you to drive it around, then would you say no if they had, if you just happened to have it? And then would you, where would you park it? That song's not... Well, that's a loop that Joe McKenzie made me, and I'm so appreciative. God forbid I don't... Week number eight. We're going in for the clothes. I think we'll eat sushi, Thai food. Sushi, Thai food. It's a new place. Sushi, Thai food? No, no, that's mild aggressions. Microaggressions. Oh, well, the mine are mild. <laughs> Maybe uh, Aaron Simon's brothers are micro, but me and mine are like, woo. Whoosh. 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 This is my best show yet, proving I could do whatever I want. Aaron, how long have we been going? About an hour and, tw uh, an hour and 20 minutes. What is he doing? Seriously, what is he doing? What? What is he doing? I think maybe he put the phone in his pocket without hanging up on accident. Yeah, but what, what could that be, even if it's in his pocket? Oh, my God. Are you telling me he's... Oh, God! There you go. I think that was a little quicker than before, honestly. No, 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 not like a bullshit trying to do a bit. I need to fluff up my show with, with bullshit. Genuinely, I think that was not a little bit, but a little, not a lot, but a little bit. About 30 seconds, maybe. Not even. 15. Could be five. Could be one. Could be, could be longer, but it seems shorter because of uh, the sounds I'm used to. Ave Maria, Let's get that training video. There's a difference when I'm professional. 
people get upset because they're like, yeah, how's he do all that? And then go right there. People, because it's fun for the people to go, Tiglas doesn't show up in any order. And then they drag him to this show. They go, oh, it seems like, oh, because he got lost? When didn't he go back and finish what he was going to do? So you're just mad because he goes lost, even though every fucking time he'll go back and, and, and wrap everything up? That's your problem, buddy. You don't deserve to listen to the Tiglas show. I'm reporting you and having you fired. Don't worry, next week I'm going to talk about cancel culture. And I'm, yeah, I'm going to take a positive slant on it. Next week. <laughs> talk about a hook. I'm not in the mood to do it right now, but I'll be in the mood next week. A very interesting slant on the, uh, can what they, the overcalling the cancel culture. Hey, just because a few over-the-top people that don't understand what it means come in, so what? It's still at the guts of it. At the guts of it. It doesn't mean I defend every accusation made, but at the guts of it, uh... I, I, I'm going to have an interesting slant. Wow. Talk about a tease. Okay, so we're going to go right for the... Uh, you got all nervous that you thought I was going to just start doing it. No. You, were, you know you know you did. Oh, you know. You know. Oh, you know it. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Somebody got caught. Sir, move your car out of the out of the byway, please. Okay, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. Uh, I got it all loaded up. Here we go. Going in for the close. You can leave if you. I don't, I'm not gonna be offended. But we're going in. Oh, it's still early, probably. I bet. No, it's oh no, it's great. Seven o'clock, just in time to eat. Like I was thought it may, you know, you get outside, it's five thirty still. If we're doing the show early tonight, and in here, I think I've been even darker than normal. All it takes is to come into the studio for about five seconds, and you forget it is so dark in here and cold, and it's very clean and organized. It's very zen in here for me. Every single corner is under my control. Every wire is perfect. Sh shit is Velcroed and labeled, nicely labeled. Every wire is labeled. Thank you, JT, and your brother. I remember his name, Flafartso. Flafartso Jefferson. Sure, I remember him. Is there reverb? Oh, no, there's reverb in here, and it's picking it up. Hello? Move your car. Whitmer Thomas, somebody retweeted when he was on the show doing a cop, and he was doing it as wit himself, but crying over the PA system that they wouldn't pull over, that they're going to cost him his job. Because <laughs> he pull over. Very funny. Whitmer Thomas. Whitmer Thomas. Bye. These are real, you know. President Trump, he's really doing a nice job. 
This is property of Pizza Hut. Information on this video is purely for Pizza Hut training. We've hired two actors and told them to overact, and they sure did a good job. We told them to go way over the top. Don't even try to make it sound conversational. For these videos, it's better if it sounds soulless and rehearsed. It just comes off better. Julie, are you all ready to learn how to make a pizza the right way? Making it great. Yes, I'm ready. Are we going to cook pizzas now? Well, there's a lot more to it than just cooking. In fact, that's probably the easiest part. But let's start this process at the beginning. First of all, are your hands washed? You sure are. Good. Mine too. All right. Let's say an order for a pizza comes in. You'll read it and you'll get started on the pizza making process right away. You have to act fast. Just think, the sooner you get that pizza in the oven, the sooner... You know what I think right away? Eddie Pepitone doing a training video. And the customers start coming in. And you don't, you don't know which way is up. So what do you do? You get out there and you pre-make sandwiches. Otherwise, these vultures are going to get you. Sure, our customers will be biting into it and tasting how delicious it is. And they'll have me to thank. <laughs> That's right. Because we're not just making pizza. We're creating an experience for our customers. Think of it as making pizza that makes customers happy. I like that. You do? Customers expect oh, then you'll, then you'll be fine in life. And service every time they come to a pizza hut. And that's true whether it's a busy Friday that was evening mean. or a quiet Tuesday afternoon. Our job is to make sure they're never disappointed. I won't let them down. Okay, let's say the first order we get is from... What would you do if she put her in that freezer and then locked her in? She was like a psychopath. Medium pan pizza with pepperoni and green pepper. This is the retarder. It's where we keep the Wait a second, you can't say that. Use it. So we take out a medium pan. She bonks her over the head with it. She goes, boom. And we check it for quality. Now this one looks good. See, if the dough weren't right, See, if what, it like, was... What did she go, now this one, look, mm, this, look at this, there's rat shit on it. Of course it looks good. You put a good one in there. You're not going to... There's no way. This one... I know. It's an infomercial. I'm sorry. You know what? They're just trying to train employees. I don't need to... I'm going to leave them alone. What is this? My, uh, this is a McDonald's. What did you say? What did you say? Why would the... Oh. Oh, you know what? You're right. Let's go back. What's this? Oh, this is... I don't know what this is. What happened? Hi. What happened? <laughs> the Mighty Wind, I finally watched it. Oh, my God. Everybody's great. Everybody's great. But just Fred Willard. That car God damn it. it every... God damn it. Now, hold on. Right, right. Since we measured the cheese, we'll just calibrate the scale with this bowl on it. Hold on. Which they deserve every time they visit Pizza Hut. Right. So, if the dough isn't exactly right, we throw it out and we get another one that is. Now, pan pizza is easy to top. First, we start with the sauce. And now, you where does it say? And on the pizza making process right away. You have to act fast. Just think, the sooner you get that pizza in the oven, the sooner our customers will be biting into it and tasting how delicious it is. And they'll have me to thank. <laughs> That's right. Because we're not just making pizza. We're creating an experience for our customers. Think of it as making pizza that makes customers happy. I like, I like it. That. Our customers expect the same high quality product and service every time they come to a pizza hut. 
And that's true whether it's a busy Friday evening or a quiet Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Our job is to make sure they're never disappointed. Right. I won't let them down. <laughs> that's good Okay, let's say the first order we get is for a medium pan pizza okay. with pepperoni and green pepper. What would you this do? This is the retarder. Hey, you can't say that. we keep the proof dough until we're ready to use it. Why so do I think that dumb joke was worth it? Okay, sh check. Prepared by our dough master. Dough master. And we check it for quality. Now this one looks good. See, if the dough weren't right, if it was stuck to the separator, or it was too flat, or it had air bubbles in it, then the finished pizza wouldn't be right, and our customers wouldn't get the best possible product. Wow. Which they deserve every time they visit Pizza Hut. <laughs> it's funny and informational. And they're having a good time. But if people thought, like, you know what I like about those two? They were obviously just hanging out. It felt like that to me. I know it's a training video, but, you know, it's the people that put it together. They go, really made it seem, you know, the people that are, how, how, how were the actors? You know, they did a great, I saw the training video the other day. It seems very real. I thought they were, I knew, you know, I, it just seemed to me like there's two friends hanging out. And they're just both learning the ropes together. They obviously are friends. I thought they were, but the person at the casting place said that they, no, they were just two actors. But I thought they knew each other. I thought it was uh, two sisters. And the older sister was maybe uh, they, they owned the Pizza Hut and they were training the little sister. I, I thought it was a family-owned business. <laughs> I'm going to randomly play stuff from, uh, what else do we got here? Hardee's. Get your act together. Hardee's, you're going to eat here. Well, that used to be their old slogan. Get your ACT together, everybody. It's Hardee's. You're going to like our food enough to eat it. Here's Kathy. Kathy, what do you have to say to these people, Kathy? Kathy. Kathy. Sorry, I didn't mean to be rude. Kathy. Kathy. Over 50% of Hardy's business is done at the drive-through window. That makes Wow, that's great. I love uh, well, This guy works as a in the McDonald's. It says the uh, McDonald's custodial training video. So he's got like a you know like a zip up and a hat. And he's walking into work, and he picks up a piece of trash even before he's working. He's just—it's like he does not even—he—he—he he, he, he cares about the whole premise of the property. It's saying. Now they cut to the in interior of a McDonald's. Welcome to your first day on the job. Thank you. Here for a cup of coffee. Oh, great. Scott, Scott, I'd like you to meet Chris. He's our new custodian. Hi, oh, Chris. Scott. So you're our new McSee. McSee. Mixie. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Well, the owner-operator, uh, he came over and he was just like, nice to meet you. I didn't know they had someone on just for, that's not a bad idea, actually, you know, to have just someone on. All they do is uh, keep everything organized and clean. In a place like that, you need one person just cleaning. Good for them. McDonald's. 
Our french fries are fucking great. Ow! Why can't they run an ad like that? If you know, if you, uh, uh, I'm done. Oh God, I'm so. I'm right after this. I gotta go eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Otherwise, I'm gonna melt away. <laughs> Hold on. Do I have anything interesting before I leave? How are we gonna go to close? I did a nice show. Well, I tend to do nice shows. Do I have everything on here? It was fun, and then it went. But it's all—it's all mellow. It's all—it's all good, right? Email. I did that. Calls. I was going to call. Call Danny LaBelle. Tone, and I'll call you back. Hmm. Danny! Danny! Let me call him again. Call Danny LaBelle. Probably didn't hear me. Calling Danny LaBelle, who promised me he would wait home for the call. Oh. Uh, sorry. I am not. I just wanted to hear your message again. Oh gosh, thank you. But I have you Please. on. The, I have you on the phone. Where are you? I, you don't have to talk right now. We're going to close. I told everyone I was going to oh. call you next week. Well, I'm. Uh, I'm driving. Uh, I hung around for a while because you said maybe around six you called, but you know you broke my heart. It's not the first time. Ah, uh, thank you. But anyway. No, anyway, don't. Uh, you're a heartthrob. That's why they call you uh, Heartthrob Black. Oh, they wait. Who's calling me that? It's on the streets. I hear protesters saying. Oh my God! I love to hear it. Hey, Danny, <laughs> how have you been? Have maybe you been? Try, maybe try a little activism sometime. Then you'd hear it. What do you mean? Maybe, I do maybe, activism. Right. Well, maybe buy a little oak tag and make a sign and go out there and try and help people for once. Well, maybe that's what I we could... hear people praising you on the street. What type of help uh, have you been doing? Have you been helping people? I help people all the time. I, I even consider what I'm doing right now helping you. Oh, I'm helping <laughs> you your eyes. That's right. I, <laughs> I, well, th you know what? <laughs> couldn't, couldn't we say we're helping each other? Don't back I, I down, don't Danny. Whoever, whoever says it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's generally how it works. Yeah, okay. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, I got to tell you, what I'm out, when I'm out there and the protests and the heat of it all, and I'm fighting for humanity, and people are calling you hard crop glass, and I say, because they, they come up to me because they recognize my voice from, from your podcast, and they always say, hey, aren't you the guy who's sporadically on the Todd Glass show every now and then? And sometimes you're a hit, and sometimes you're a miss. So yeah, that sums it up. Uh, and uh, and uh, they said, well, you know, we love that Todd Glass. He's a real heartthrob. And I said, oh, he's a wonderful guy. If you ever got to meet him in, in person, he'd be, you know, he, he, he wouldn't let you down one bit. What's and the noise? Said, There's a noise, like, Danny. Danny. This, this, happens. I just wanted to this is Danny in the background, for real. The they always say to me, I'd love to meet him in person. Is he here? And I say, here? Are you kidding? Todd Glass? Get out of his couch? Get out of his comfort of his home and join the people in a revolution? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, my and God. Their heart, and 
then I spent and then I spent countless hours defending you and trying to rebuild you up in their minds. The whole thing is. Uh, you know, Danny, I so much appreciate it. And I did go uh, uh, protesting one. Uh, well, I went while everybody else was sleeping. There's no sign of it. But I, no, no, I'm not joking around. I went. I didn't want to make a big deal about it. Now, apparently, that was the wrong decision. Went when everybody was sleeping. And I went down there like 7 in the morning. And to be honest, I stood in the overpass and gave all the cars the finger as they drove by. Just because I wanted to be, I wanted to be equal. I'll use that anecdotally when I talk to people about it in the future. Thank you, and thank you for being who you are, Danny. I want you to, I just want you to be yourself. And what type of Jeep do you have? I heard you have a white Jeep. I have a white Jeep. Yeah, a white Jeep. A Cherokee, like a four, like a Jeep Jeep, but a four door. Well, I don't want to tell too many people because it makes me too recognizable on the road, and I don't want to be harassed and harangued by fans. Well, your your license plate that says Danny LaBelle does comedy is not a dead ringer. Then I don't know what else would be. And your uh, your flag that you hang. Don't you have like a, 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 a seven-foot flag that says available for all gatherings? Danny LaBelle for all yeah. your comedy needs well, and saucy stuff. It came stuff. with the car. Yes. It came with the car. Oh, it came <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a coincidence. <laughs> it came yeah. the car. Oh, Danny, you're the best. The I took it as a sign. It had my name and phone number and everything. I said, all right, fine. The universe sends you a sign. You can't ignore it like that. No, you're right. That is that. That would be a definite reason. You you go, wow, that, that works out for me, actually. Now, D- Danny, now, I'm, I'm not going to... I don't want to bring up something too controversial because it's a very sad thing that happened. Uh, but some people say, uh, I mean, I probably shouldn't even bring it up. It's touchy. But you know, oh we no, lost no, Kyle no! Reiner. Go, oh yeah, we we lost, we lost Kyle Reiner today, which is heartbreaking. He was a legend of comedy. I got the chance to know him a little bit, and he was a lovely guy. And then I go on Twitter, and and it's trending. Todd Glass was seen at his house last night. Uh, anything you want to admit to? First of all, this might be a, a perfect time. I will tell you this quickly. I, I, I'm being honest, truth, you know, uh, that uh, I, I'm repeating something I just talked about in the show so it'll have context. I said, of course, all the accolade that he gets from everybody, but I gave an extra special to socially that he didn't never, he always never punched uh, down. And you don't do that by accident. And who he was at an old age, just socially, the, 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 the gratitude, the, the just the, admiration and as a human being which is just overwhelming you met him didn't you for wh- where did you i sort of remember the story but it's you met him can you tell the story where you met him well i i interviewed him for my podcast modern day philosophers uh and um you had to go to his house wonderful guy i went to his house he was wearing a tie that said jc on it, it was given to him by johnny carson um and uh we had a very nice talk. We actually sang together. We both exchanged some Irish songs. Um, and how many years ago was been, this? I think five and a half, maybe six years ago. Wow. And 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 doesn't um, Mel Brooks? They have what is the deal with that? They have breakfast or dinner every day, or what? What is their? Uh, I knew there was some sort of something that was beautiful. Well, they were they were having dinner together. What happened was I got a call from. Carl Reiner about two days after the interview 
And uh, just to, for brevity, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up that he invited me for a, a play date with him and Mel Brooks. That's how he put it. He said, would you like to come over for a play date uh, to my house with me and my pal Mel? And uh, and the rest of it is, uh, is, is something I don't like to talk about because it was a Me Too situation. <laughs> what? Well, I do, to truth to the listeners and to George Carlin, that story is true. Uh, but I forget, how did you originally, it, it, look, it was, it, was, uh, it was awesome that you got to do that. Um, and listen, he's on the phone. He's not dead. Um, well, listen, I'm going to call, will you do me a favor before you leave? Yeah. Will you, and then I'm going to call you next week. I'm going to call you all the time, and then you're just, if you're there, you're there. Is that okay with you? Can I tell you something honestly? Yeah. I'm a very lonely man. Anytime somebody calls me, I'm happy for it. Aww. Especially during this pandemic, nobody talks to me, nobody looks at me. You know, I go into the store and they give me a second mask to put on. Nobody oh. wants to see any part of my face. Give me a second mask. That's so Rodney S, but all you, all Danny LaBelle. <laughs> oh my God. Danny, uh, I was telling somebody the other day when. You were, um, we were taking pictures and we're talking about, you can really like look at pictures and, you know, you know, just reminisce quicker than you think, you know, and, and, and you go, for instance, and then I, you looked at a picture I just took of you literally 25 seconds ago and you, you looked at it and you go, oh, I was so thin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Danny LaBelle. You know what? You're probably right. My Rodney, I tell you. I'll tell you it's all right. You know, so. I tell you, you know, nobody, nobody does it for me like me. <laughs> I'll tell you, nobody does it like me for me. I'll tell you, it's all right, all right. Will you do a little? We were four boys for me as we go to close. Like, just give me a little bit. Like, I'll be the interviewer, and you'll just uh, that you okay. just you won't stop saying it because you think it helps your. I think eventually maybe there's some truth, and we're not picking on Paul McCartney. Maybe it was like, what else are they... Oh, we read, what else are they going to say? Yeah, it's fucking crazy, so you got to... But maybe, you know, yeah. a little too much. You know, I got to think, sometimes I'll, I will be... Ple- it'll be my pleasure to do it, but I'll just throw this quick thing in. Sometimes I think about that, because you always say we're not picking up Paul McCartney, and it does have a little implication that maybe Paul McCartney's listening, and maybe he would be hurt, and we got to we gotta let him know that, you know, this is done in good faith. And nothing would make me happier than to think that Paul McCartney heard this, uh, for a second, actually got a little upset with me, but then, you know, turned it around when we said that and said, you know what, I like him. You know, he's, he's all right. You know, he's just having a go. Well, you know, it's, you know what's funny, hold on one second, is that t- truth, truth, is my new to George Carr, and we just say truth, so fill you in on that. There you go. So truth, um, I was thinking that. I was like, because it's not, like, I think we answered it once when we were sort of breaking it down in a serious way. We're going, yeah, like, what else are you going to say? You know, they're interviewing you, so it's just, like, we were just four boys, and they were just four boys, but somehow it just seemed like, because he did so many interviews, probably because he's fucking um, uh, uh, Paul McCartney, you, it just would always seem right. like, you know, <laughs> that, that it was like, we were four boys. Um, when, when, when did you know, was there a day when you woke up, hold on, I'm going to put the phone effect on my voice. You won't be able to hear it, but imagine it. Was there a day when you realized our lives will never be the same? Yeah, you know, it was just, um, it was a time, it was a different time, uh, Todd. And, um, 
I just remember we were strumming, I was strumming on a guitar, and I looked around and I thought to myself, you know, we're, we're just four boys, you know, and, uh, you know, it's not going to, the world sees us real different, you know, but it's just really four of us, you know, and we're just, we're playing tunes and, the, you know, we're making little diddly doos and singing songs and stuff. But, um, when you're you know, driving down the street and you hear your song on the radio, that has to be just mind-boggling. Well, yeah, you know, the really weird thing about that song is sometimes uh, I have a habit of singing my own songs, and I can't tell anymore because of my age if it's the radio or me. Oh, but hey. Sometimes I turn off the radio and I stop singing, and someone says, hey, Paul, the car wasn't even started. <laughs> Hey, uh, a, a direction from the uh, producer over here. He wants you to put in more that we were four boys. He wants you to add more of those in. Well, I mean, we were. We were only four boys, you know. Some Sometimes I look back at it and I think, you know, there was John, there was George, there's Ringo, and there was me. That's only four, you know. And it wasn't like there was five of us. There was only four boys. Working with, 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 working with four uh, friends, what was that like? Well, it's a lot different than working with six friends, like the show Friends, you know? It's like it's only four. So in some ways, you'd say we were at a, at a disadvantage, but it worked out pretty well. Danny. You know, there was only four of us, you know? Well, Dan, I feel like he's getting nervous now, so he's trying to add more at the end. Four. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, oh, my God. They're going to hack me. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. He's like, because you want to be agreeable. And you, and I felt bad because at the end, he's like, there, there was four of us. Four. Four, four. Listen, Danny. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to call uh, yeah. you next week. I wish you could. Is there anything else you want to share with people before we go? Words of wisdom. Hold on. Let me put something on in the background for you. Do you have another second? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you say it. It's like I'm going to have a conversation with my manager at the end of the movie and be like, I think you blew it with the glass, people. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no, matter of fact, I'm going to play loud. I'm going to play loud and then lower it, but I want you to hear what I'm going to have on in the background. Okay. Got to be me. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny LaBelle. In these tough times, when we're facing a deadly pandemic, there's unrest in the country and uh, politically people are very upset remember you can paint the pine tree you could always get a paintbrush an easel a smock a canvas a serpentine a smoky yellow okra some green some kind of a brown variation for the trunk and you can paint a pine tree that's all I got Todd stop the music stop the music yes that's all I got you can paint a pine tree if people don't like that I got nothing to offer them ladies and gentlemen Mr. Danny LaBelle thank you Danny By the way, what a way to end off the show. Danny LaBelle calls in. That's everybody coming out tonight. And thank you. And thank America. 
At first I was afraid I was petrified I kept thinking How could I ever live Without you by my side And then I spent so many nights Feeling lonely by myself I will survive Because I will that's right it reminds you of that scene from I think you should leave when the guy because he had the uh, uh, honk of your horny oh, I'm so horny oh. That's how you sing bad. Then by the time you just sing good, people think it's great. Because you go, At first I was afraid I was petrified. I kept thinking how could I ever live without you by my side. And then I spent so many nights feeling lonely for myself, but I will survive. I've got all my love to do. I've got everything 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 to do. I've got the way down deep inside you Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you It's you I like Network.